Hello and welcome to Maine Education Matters with Matt and Matt. My name's Matt. And I'm Matt too. We have been off for a little bit. We have. It's, it's a busy time of year, Matt. We're trying to figure out what the heck is going on up there. That's part of the reason why I, we don't really know what's going on and what to talk about because, you know, this entire podcast, at least since January, has been all about what's going on in the Education Committee and public hearings and work sessions. And when we got, we got to May 10th and we were under the impression that that was basically all done and over with, and then they kept going. And then we got totally lost. And then we got totally lost because... We, we had a good system beforehand. We we, we did. The, they really were not respectful of our process. Again, all they had to do was ask. All they had to do was ask. But yeah, that, because then things started to go in front of the House and the Senate, and I have to say, it is very hard from... You know, a uh, a not so brilliant person like myself to go and find information online about what's happening in Augusta. They don't make it easy. Again, we're offering. We we'd love to help with you. We'd love to help, but we don't know yet. We don't. No. Um, we don't. So so things have been really busy. Things have been really crazy, and a, a lot has happened, and it's hard to keep pace. So what we're going to do first is start with some of the easy stuff. Easy, easy we say easy. We're not so easy sure. button. So there have been four bills that have gone up for public hearing that we have not previewed yet. Right. Well, they snuck them in. They <laughs> kind of stuck them in at the end. They, they snuck them in after the fact to say, oh, by the way, here you go. So three, the first three of these actually had work sessions yesterday on the 30th as we record here on the last day of May. Uh, and then there's one for next week on the 3rd. Uh, we're going to save that one till the last one because, you know, yeah, well, this it's is the third. Right. So we're going to do our – this is going to be a weird one because we're doing a, both a preview and a review. I like it. Yeah. It's just one different letter. It, let's go to the first one. <laughs> Captain Obvious over there. <laughs> hey, that's what we do. Uh, so let's start with the first one. These were public hearings that were on the 28th and the work sessions were on the 30th. So you know they're scrambling when they they were <laughs> wave they all were, the requirements. Oh my gosh, they were just like we're not fooling around here. We got if we're gonna get these things done, we got to get them done and and now. So hey, oh that's another fun thing that's been happening because since the House and Senate are in session, the committees can't work until mm. until they're out of session. Right. So if you're so if you're if you're waiting to do testimony or work sessions, and your session work then the hearing is supposed to start at say one p.m. Yeah, good luck starting at 1 p.m. because they never start on time. Maybe 1 p.m. the next day. Right. <laughs> I keep getting those emails uh, from Jane Deneen, like, still in session. These are going to be delayed. Oh, still she's delayed. So, right. She's such a sweetheart. Like, oh, they're, they're so still, good. There was one that, that came up that she came out and said, yep, uh, they're still in session. They're talking about the death with dignity bill, so who knows how long it's going to be, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, like, basically acknowledging, like, it's going to be a while. Oh, Just settle in, people. This is good times. <laughs> it, was, good times. it was great. Let's start with this first one. It is LD1765, which is an act to expand and clarify the prohibition of hazing at elementary schools, secondary schools, and post-secondary institutions. It does that. And, and, and in the summary, it has uh, five bullet points. And the first bullet point is that it... it this bill expands and clarifies the activity that constitutes hazing. Good to know. It's important to have a definition. It is. Before you're going to make a rule or do anything, you're supposed to know that we're all on the same page. Common language matters, even though all words are made up. Let's go with bullet two. 
making it explicit that the prohibition applies to public and private elementary, secondary, and post-secondary schools. Again, making it making it clear. What's the third point? My favorite one. Making hazing a class E crime. Boom. Stuck that right in the middle there. This is the thing that's like, wait, what? Hello. So, so yeah, this this then talk. And though, let's, let's keep going. Okay. I'm going to do bullet four. I'll do the All even right. ones. Four. Disallows defenses such as consent or willing participation of the subject of the hazing. That A, that's a brilliant sentence. B, <laughs> that no injury or damage resulted from the hazing or that the hazing was not sanctioned by or part of an organization's membership requirements. So, so what you can't do is you can't in defense say, uh, look, to, to work at the subway here, we had to have them go through the spanking machine. Right, you can't say it's it's in our bylaws. You can't say that, and you can't you you can't be part of that anymore. Well, right, that you, you can't you, use that as a defense. You also can't use the defense. It's well, you know, they said it was okay. Right, they consented. They consented. They they they, they were they there. Agreed. Yeah, they said that's a fine by me. It's like this is an awesome bill. And there's one more bullet. There is, and that says uh, it, providing immunity from civil or criminal liability for reporting or attempting. To prevent hazing. Okay, so like a whistleblower. A whistleblower. Yes, but not in a hazing process. No. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think about this bill, Matt? I love these ones that show up at the end of session, obviously. Like, what is going on here? What is happening, and why was this one after deadline that was approved for introduction by a majority of the Legislative Council? Mm-hmm. That is like... they. They don't have better things to do. Uh, Apparently, it wasn't working. This is this is uh, presented by Representative Stewart of Presque Isle, who was on the Education Committee last year, mm-hmm. co-sponsored by uh, two other members of the Education Committee this year. And are they are they in the same political party? They are. They are. Are all three of them in the same political all party? All three Republicans. I'm not sure who the other two are. Representative Carpenter of Aroostook and Dill of Penobscot. Oh, excuse me, Senators Carpenter and Dill. So my mistake. Uh, so I'm not sure on that one, but there's a lot of like crossing stuff out and enacting things. So I I get good. Yes, I, I will. I will say there, there was there was some, something in the language that they did change that did surprise me a bit. Um, you know, like under three penalties, it talks about it. It, it strikes in the case of a person and changes it to if the violator. Mm. That's some strong language, man. Like it takes it takes it from it being a person to being a violator. It used to say in the case of a student administrator or faculty violator. Mm-hmm. And now if the violator is a student, school administrator, or school staff member. I wonder why this one came up. That that's the thing. why did it come up so late? I don't know. That's I don't quite understand this one. And this one's already been uh, work sessioned. It has gone to work session and, drum roll please, it has been tabled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't see that coming. Because, you know, something that's big, like you're going to start making things like this a, a, a crime, there, there's going to be some issues. And I'm not saying it isn't. I'm not saying it shouldn't be. But there's a lot of implications that, 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 that go from there, you know. Because one of the things, that, I mean, the definition of hazing uh, as they as they defined it, hazing quote 
means any action or situation including harassing behavior that recklessly or intentionally endangers the mental or physical health of any school personnel or student enrolled in a school, or that for the purpose of pledging to, initiating and admitting to, affiliating with, blah, okay, all the, all the rest of that stuff, right? But that the, the definition of hazing can become very nebulous very quickly. As you're reading that, I'm thinking, what is this podcast doing to people? Causing mental anguish? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh, I, we, uh, yeah, I think we are either recklessly or intentionally endangering the mental or physical health of, any, of anyone listening because... I'm, I'm going to go with not intentional, but definitely reckless. We're definitely reckless. <laughs> that needs to be a, a new hashtag for us. Hashtag definitely reckless. I like it. I like it. Let's go to the next one. Uh, this is LD1773, an act to clarify bonding authority for school management and leadership centers. So I was reading this one. I'm like, definitely right up our alley here. I know. Bonds. Bonds. Management, leadership center, money stuff. I'm, I'm, I, am, I am with it until I fall asleep. Yeah, I kind of get the first sentence of the summary. The bill amends the law governing bonding authority of school management and leadership centers. Okay, I get that. And then I kind of skip down to the next part, which I am totally all in. The bonding provisions include a debt limit of 4% of state-adjusted valuation, a debt limit exclusion for state-subsidized debt, a 25-year maximum bond term, and a method for debt allocation, assessment, and collection. Oh, and the rights of bondholders to enforce the payment of bonds to facilitate their sale. I'm sorry, did you say something? I'm not sure. I think I was just rambling there for a bit. So, these. oh, oh. So what I found, okay, go ahead. I got one. These provisions are comparable to existing law for school construction bonds. We were all over those too. Ah, so it's doing, it's just applying the same rules of school construction bonds to uh, leadership centers. Which, if I, if I remember that correctly, didn't that not pass the changes? Maybe. Troubling. Uh, I don't get it. Well, go ahead. So, so. This this bill is a solid two and a half pages of all new language. Love it. Right? It was presented by a member of the committee, Representative Dodge, mm -hmm. out of Belfast. And that's it, though. Yeah. No co-sponsors this late in the game. And it's gone through work session. Submitted by the Department of Education. Yes. And it's gone through work session, and it has been... Ought to pass. Really? Yep. It is OTP. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> Let's just go to the next one then. That was really good. Good for you people at the Education Committee. I mean. Getting stuff done at the end and not tabling at, it. Coming in at the last minute with something big like that and saying, yep, we need to do this. And it, it, the and defying convention of what you've been doing all session, folks. Congratulations. Here is a governor's bill. It is LD 1778, an act to amend the laws concerning the Children's Cabinet and its advisory councils. Is the Children's Cabinet like the where Harry Potter used to live under the stairs? Uh, well, obviously, I would say. That's, that, that's what I envision every time I hear the words Children's Cabinet, because what is a Children's... What, what, I read the book, what does this thing do? Let's find out. So this bill amends certain provisions governing the Children's Cabinet... Yeah, I figured because it's a bill. Uh, the next two things eliminate stuff. We're eliminating some pieces of government. Mm -hmm. It eliminates the main Children's Growth Council. Aw. Children, children can't grow anymore. No growth. And the Child Care Advisory Council. Yeah, we're not going to advise those 
people. No. But, oh, establishing the Maine Children's Cabinet Early Childhood Advisory Council to develop and evaluate under the direction of the Children's Cabinet. Uh, I was hoping they would say just under the Children's Cabinet because then, (laughs) you know, it could be like in a basement somewhere. Uh, A plan for the healthy development of the state's young children and their families. So basically it takes two things and puts them together. And it goes right along with the uh, early childhood theme that we've gone throughout this whole session. Yeah, it seems to. There's a lot of new language in here and... Yep. A lot of paragraphs, a lot of words. It sounds like a lot of work. It is really not up our alley here. Uh, so where is this one? This one, it left the committee as a divided report. Hmm. And what's interesting, that what I found interesting about this one is, I don't know if we can, like we don't really predict what a divided report is. Correct. And oftentimes it happens based on party lines. This one was presented by Senator Millett, or is it Millett? Because I hear in the testimony it's Millet or Millet. I, I don't know. I am 99% sure it's Millet, which means I'm probably wrong. Yeah, probably. Because, you know, percentages are made up. Um, and it's also co- – I think not. <laughs> <laughs> so it's presented by her, and it's co-sponsored by Representative Farnsworth, mm-hmm. who's on the committee. Rep, uh, Sen- and Senators – another representative, uh, Brennan, who's mm-hmm. also on the committee. Mm-hmm. All three of them, if I remember correctly, are Democrats. True. Senator Carson of Cumberland, who's also a Democrat, mm-hmm. and Senator Pouliot of Kennebec, who's a Republican. Mm. So it is a it is a seemingly bipartisan bill. So it went left with a divided report. I don't know what that means. I don't know how it was divided. I don't know if it, if it was divided ought to pass, ought not to pass. My guess is going to be, and it's a guess since we don't, that's what we do here. We're, uh, we're, we're definitely reckless. I, I'm assuming it's divided that the Democrats were saying ought to pass, maybe with some type of amendment. Because I'm reading one of the pieces of testimony here mm. uh, by Grace Levitt of the MEA. Mm. And, uh, quote, it says, The MEA applauds Governor Mills for reviving and refocusing the children's cabinet. So apparently must have gone away over the last administration is what that is implying to me. Uh, we support this leg- legislation that makes revisions to its work and that establishes the Early Childhood Advisory Council. Um, and they're all in favor of it. So my guess is this has just kind of gone away for the last few years, and now they want it back. And my guess is the Republicans are like, yeah, no. We don't want more government. Seems pretty standard, I would go, say. Because go, go, all, all government's bad. All government is bad. Um, wow, that's going to be an out-of-context little snippet right yep. there, isn't it? I hope someone takes that and says, Matt and Matt said all government's bad, and that's the only thing they said, which would go along with our definitely reckless hashtag. <laughs> definitely <laughs> reckless. Uh, so let's go to our last preview, which is one that hasn't actually happened yet. Not as a, as a time of recording. It has not happened yet. This one is for June 3rd. I can't believe we're already in June. I know. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. I, I was just talking to someone yesterday and said, what happened? What the heck happened to May? Flu. Because I, I, I remember it being May and i thinking like, yay, May, it's going to start getting warm and it's going to be nice out and it's going to be great. And that didn't really happen. And mm. now it's June. And I'm like, well, we just lost freaking May. Just, we, just <laughs> we just lost it. Where did it go? It's not supposed to be this way. Come on. <laughs> well, what the, happened? The good news is because of this new bill, which is LD 1785. Yes. It's going to fix everything. 
This is an act. It, 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 it's not nebulous at all. Nope. An act to amend certain education laws. Period. The end. Mm-hmm. It is presented by Representative Cornfield of Bangor, and that's it. This one was another one that was submitted by the DOE through yes. her. And I like reading like the first page. This subsection as enacted by this is repealed. This subsection as amended is repealed. This one as corrected is repealed. And on and on it, it went. This bill makes 17 changes to existing education laws. It's not bad. 17. What I found most hysteric, hysterical about this is now? This is coming in now? June 3rd. What's the big deal? You, you know could, what we're going to do? What are we going to do? Go through all of them. Okay, let's let, let's go through all of them. Buckle up, people. Somebody and if you're in your cars, you should be buckled up because, yeah. hey, safety first. Safety first. And I think it might be like a Class E crime or something like hazing. So number one, <laughs> no. this repeals a provision of law relating to a central information system on resources for people with disabilities. Number two, re- I, don't, I'll, I'll, I don't even have anything to say because no, I don't too. know what that means. How about you do the odds, I'll do the evens. Oh, got it. Go. All right. So number two, it repeals a provision of law relating to hazardous chemicals in school. Because we want more hazardous chemicals in school as much as we can. Yes. Uh, number three. I don't know what that provision is. I'm making a wild statement because to be fo- I'm pull the curtain back, folks. This is a big bill. It's a lot of pages, and that's a lot of work. It's a and, lot of work. And, and as we've established previously, we don't work. We're not doing except that. on Fridays, um, ish. Because <laughs> uh, we're administrators, and we can do that. That's what Hello. administrators do. Uh, sit and watch Netflix all day. So. Uh, I want to go to the next I don't know one. what the provision is. I want to go to three. Go ahead. Repeals provisions of law relating to school construction projects approved by the State Board of Education prior to July 1st, 1977. That was over 40 years ago. It was. And now you know what? Those provisions of law, you're out. You're done. Maybe they should start thinking about those laws related to Lord's Day contracts. That was around 79. I am definitely putting one in <laughs> if and when I become a representative or a senator. It's going to be stuck. It'll be like bullet 13 of my 22-point bill. It'll be stuck right in there. Oh, good okay. old remarks. It replaces the term limited English proficiency student with the term English learner. Let me say this. Yeah, that's the first one I get. It's the first one that makes sense. Uh, this one hmm, doesn't. It repeals a provision of law relating to Alcohol Awareness Day. Maybe the law was you're not allowed to promote Alcohol Awareness Day. And they're repealing the provision that says you're not allowed to so that we are allowed to. Maybe. I didn't read the bill, so I don't know. Number six. No, the thing is you can't read the bill because then we'd have to do research because it all says, uh, you know, this section as enacted by is repealed. I'm like, right. we, we'd have to go do work. Now and, we have to go to the book and, you know, or the we website. Don't do that. And that's, that's, a, that's a step too far it's for a us. lot of work. Uh, number six, it authorizes a school board to provide school nurse services through an agreement with an individual registered professional nurse. Nice. Nice. I like that, too. Contract out if we can. Number seven, it repeals provisions of law relating to the Department of Education activities relating to school substance use disorder services and performance-enhancing subs- substances and the obesity and chronic disease fund. There are a lot of ands. There's a lot of ands there. So what, whatever all those ands were, it now repeals. It's gone. It also removes the limitation on the total cost of the components of essential programs and services. That seems random. 
just okay. Halfway through, you mentioned you're removing the limitation on the total cost of the components of EPS. Oh, and by the way, number nine, it also changes the amount of the adjustment for economically disadvantaged students. Hello. What? Okay, let's just let's just slide these in here. You know, we're gonna make we'll make headlines number one like uh, it prevails. You know, the central information system on resources. Yeah, we're just you know we're gonna repeal that and then throw in here. We're gonna completely change the allocation for EPS and, and students with with uh. Uh, economically disadvantaged students, which is what, like 80% of our state? That's how it's done. Uh, it all, this bill also removes the requirement that school construction project plans and specifications must be approved by certain state entities. But only certain ones. Only certain ones. Number 11, it removes the Department of Administrative and Financial Services, Bureau of General Services, from the requirement to perform certain activities relating to school construction projects. You're done, son. You're you done. You guys done. You're we done. don't need you. Uh, it includes psychometrically valid English language proficiency screening for potential English learners in the screening that local units may develop. Uh, that seems to make sense. It provides valid screening in the screening. Well, if you don't have pre-screening <laughs> in order to screen some kids to, to be screened, screened, then screening can't happen. I get it. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. But you know why we're gonna we're gonna have more time to do that anyway because our next one removes a reference to Maine Merchant Marine Day in the powers and duties of the State Board of Education. I know that was top of the list. That should have been number. But now they have more time. Like what? what? Yeah, jeez. It also amends the powers. I got nothing. I got nothing. Like removes a reference to Maine Merchant Marine. Okay. Uh, it also amends the powers and duties of a cooperative board for a career and technical education region. All right. All right. Uh, this next one, it amends the laws governing elementary and secondary tuition students. That's kind Somehow. Of, that's kind of important. <laughs> uh, it adds a definition of, quote, rural school administrative unit for the purposes of allocating federal funds under the federal Every Student Succeeds Act. Definitions are good. That seems like it could be a bigger deal. Um, and the last one. Well, considering that it's redefining the word rural. It, there is that. That and... And given that Maine is um, a large state, a rural state, and or a largely rural state, uh, that's going to matter a lot. I think. <laughs> Who knows? Number 17 in the last bullet, it increases. Oh, by the way, this is on page 11. Number 17, it increases from 90 days to 150 days the period of time in which a charter school authorizer must submit an annual report. I'm a little slightly confused on that one. Like, It's an annual report. But now you have 150 days rather than just 90 days from when? I, 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 so you, from, from January 1st or from July 1st? So then you have instead of doing it in, in, what, three months, you can do it in six? Yes. Right? I'm going to go with... Or five yes, months? Yes. Or, or no. And that is some hashtag analysis for you <laughs> folks today. Uh, so that one is, seems super exciting. So if you're free on June 3rd at approximately um, June 3rd. Sometime between <laughs> 1 and 9 p.m. <laughs> it might. That's when it starts, potentially. Yeah, well, uh, this, go on up. This, is, this is enormous. And I, and I get that it's submitted by DOE. 
And so these are recommendations that kind of DOE is saying we would like to make. And it probably is a lot of language cleanup. And it's probably a lot of just clarifying and connecting and doing sure. this. But, but there also seem to be some major substantive changes in here that... That have to go through hearings and work sessions. Right. And then go to the full house and Senate in the next 20 days. Yes. And they have a few other bills in the queue. Just a few. <laughs> Just a few. Uh, so that is our preview slash review slash where we, we don't really, really know, know <laughs> about what's happening over the next few days. And the last few days, as it turns out. Yeah. So, so and, me. and by the way, for the rest of this legislative session, 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 Seems like a slush. It's 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 going to be a slush and going through it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, this is pretty much what it's going to be like because we don't know what to expect. We're gonna, we don't know. So just we're keep, uncharted territory for this podcast. Keep checking our spreadsheet for any updates that we have on there that we can find. Uh, again, some of it it's coming very fast and furious. Ooh, or faster and fur- more for- more furious. Too fast, too furious. Okay, so the first one was. The fast and the fur- furious. Yeah. And the fourth one was just fast and furious. Yeah. That seems like lazy writing to me. Eh, I couldn't think of a good <laughs> joke in the five minutes I thought of it. So they just moved right on. It's a, this is like a, it's a, it's a, it's a poor version of Die Hard. My favorite one was Fate of the Furious because it was the eighth one. Fate of the Furious. Oh, that's brutal. No, no, it was awesome. Oh, that's brutal. Uh, that's, uh, and that's... now it's just Fast and Furious Presents. Yeah, what's it? X versus Sever or whatever it is. That's a different thing. <laughs> that's a nice, nice callback to a movie nobody saw. Nobody ever saw and has no idea what I'm talking about. But yeah, so anyway, getting back to what we were talking about a moment ago, besides the Fate and the Furious and Fast and the Furious, and why the heck wasn't Vin Diesel in the second one? That really bugged the heck out of me. Anyway, um, one of the things that our social media folks, uh, our team, are trying to do is are t- trying to want monitor this stuff, and they are putting out some information of when bills are either passed or that, that we've talked about on the podcast or that are going through. And so um, I would also look to our Facebook, Maine Education Matters, or our Twitter, at Maine Ed Matters, um, because if we don't get a podcast up, we're also going to be uh, pushing stuff out through there of what we see, what we hear, and um, from our sources, let's say. That's true. That's true. So follow us along and uh, let us know how we're doing. And if you want to know something, uh, let us know and we'll uh, try to figure it out and uh, talk about it here on the pod. We will. And with that, talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.